Let's talk about COVID guilt, why some experts say it is creating pressure to overspend this holiday season, especially for parents. We're going to talk about it and get some advice from our guest co-host, shopping expert, Trey Fodge. It is Tuesday, November 24th. Let's talk money with our friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of Grown Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown up kitchen in New York City. And I am smart shopping expert, Trey Bodge, and I'm coming to you from my home office in Montclair, New Jersey. Here on Money with Friends, we talk about the latest personal finance headlines, add in the insights and wisdom of our fantastic cast of thought leaders, including, of course, smart shopping expert, Trey Bodge. We mix in some questions and comments from our money friends. And then we leave you guys with a takeaway to make it your own. Welcome back, Trey Bodge. We're so excited to have you here. Special appearance just in time for Black Friday. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to jump back in. I miss being with you. So I'm delighted to be here. What have you been up to? You haven't been on the show since about a year ago. Tell us quickly. There's so much to talk about, but we'll keep it brief because we want to get to your shopping tips and all that. What have you been up to? Oh my gosh. Well, um, since I've been working from home, um, I'm able to do a lot more TV, which is great because I'm not traveling. I'm not going back and forth into New York City to do TV segments. I'm doing everything here. So I've been able to kind of pile on lots of additional segments. I've been working with a bunch of different clients, especially some of my favorite savings platforms like Slick Deals, Coupon Cabin, Rakuten. Um, And this week, I'm gearing up to talk about Black Friday, Cyber Monday, how to handle all the deals that are going to be flying all over the place, help consumers stay organized and stay on budget. And so I am geared up and ready to go for this week. I'm super excited. And everyone, besides listening to Trey on the Tuesday, today's show and tomorrow's show, where she'll be back, make sure you are following her on all of her social media channel channels at True Trey because she is just a wealth of information. And also, it's just really fun to see you, Trey, on TV. You're just <laughs> everywhere these days. And I literally sometimes sit there taking notes. And I didn't know you're into Rakuten. I'm obsessed with Rakuten. They send me money. They literally send me checks. So I love any... Any company that sends you money is a good thing. That's right. I mean, I I love (laughs) Cashback. It is so exciting for me. And Rakuten has been a a new discovery for me. And I'm really excited to be working with them during the holiday shopping season. And, you know, we'll get into this a little bit more, but like what consumers can do to save money that that is easy, that you can use technology to help you. Um, Rakuten is one of those things. So I'm really excited to be um, partnering with them this holiday season. Yes, I got very happy hearing that as well. Okay, let's see which one of our friends is going to bring us into our headline. This is Lacey from the Military Money Show. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, it's time for our headlines. All right, today's headline comes to us from Next Advisor, which is part of Time, and it's by Kendall Little. The headline is COVID guilt, why parents of young children are feeling pressure to overspend on holidays. And the article talks about the fact that parents with kids under 18 are feeling a lot of pressure to spend more than they can afford this year, 23% compared to parents of adult children and then non-parents. That's according to the latest survey from Next Advisor. 
Um, and it quotes our friend Farnoosh, who is a Money with Friends co-host this season, um, who also does work with Next Advisors, saying, quote, we feel bad that our kids have been cooped up in the house all year or that we've had to do away with some of the usual traditions like summer camp and vacations. The holidays may feel like the final chance to make 2020 feel like it wasn't a total bummer especially for our kids who missed out on normal childhood experiences. And we're going to get into some of the tips that the article has, but I want to just toss it to Trey and see your first reaction to that. Yeah. So I was really excited to contribute to this article as well. When Kendall, the writer reached out, I I wanted to jump right in. Of course, this has been such a weird year and I'm not surprised to hear that parents are struggling uh, to keep their kids happy. I know for myself, my daughter just started high school and she's home and I do find myself bending more than I normally would simply because it stinks, you know, what these kids are going through. And so what I expect is moving into the holiday shopping season is that parents are going to go overboard and overspend on their kids to bring a smile to their face. So it's a really tough thing to manage that keeping your kid happy and then not going over budget. And I think it's going to be a big struggle this year. It is going to be a struggle. And I do want to point out, because we have a very active audience here on our live recording um, from, from Facebook and from our YouTube channel. And a lot of them are, are sticking to a theme that a lot of people are, you know, cash crunch this year and trying to stay on budget. This isn't necessarily coming from the kids begging the parents. It's about the, the tone of this. The They ask the parents, do you feel guilty? And are you spending it? The kids, we, we, we didn't, they, they didn't survey the kids. So we're not saying that the kids are asking for more. We're talking about the parental guilt. And I think mm -hmm. that's a big distinction. Um, some of the tips, and Trey is one of the experts that did give tips, uh, were about establishing boundaries and sharing those boundaries with family and friends, and then sticking to debt reduction goals by setting spending limits and, again, communicating with family and friends. And even if you're in a position to, to spend, not everyone is. So you should approach the holidays with a lot of empathy and understanding. Yeah, for sure. And and I think that that's a big one. Um, you have to be mindful of what other people in your family are going through. Maybe you're okay and maybe they're not or vice versa. So I think a lot of empathy um, is useful here. I also do recommend to uh, take the initiative and suggest switching up uh, pricey traditions. I kind of look at them as pain points in your gift giving. So for instance, if you have several siblings and you typically give a gift to each and it costs you hundreds of dollars and maybe you don't have hundreds of dollars to do that. Maybe you suggest a uh, drawing names or just buying for the kids or just buying for the elders. You don't have to do the same thing this year because it's the thing you've done for decades. You can switch things up. This year is like no other. And so it is okay to make a change if you need to. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I think people are very open-minded about that. I think that again, to our audience, they're talking about, you know, Jonathan here, and he is talking about, he feels like it's the opposite for a lot of people in his life. Everyone understands you just, you don't have the cash for the gifts this year. People have mm -hmm. that empathy. They have that understanding. And based on what the survey is saying, it's just coming from the parents, the guilt. It's not that people really have these expectations. So it's important to kind of detach yourself from feeling that way. And the pressure is really maybe just coming from 
you. Um, the piece goes on to also quote our friend Jill Schlesinger, um, who recommends low-cost experiential or skill-based gifts, like planning a hike with a loved one, of course, being socially distanced if you're not in the same household, and doing all the other precautions like mask wearing, and offering maybe to complete household repairs. Um, another tip from the article is instead of gifts, help those in your life with things that they need, like paying for a course maybe, or just asking what they need. What do you think about that? I love that idea. I mean, even if it's uh, something like if you have a relative who's unemployed or underemployed and you happen to be a whiz at resumes, maybe you can offer to take a look at their resume, give them some a resume how-to to polish it up so they can go out there and get that next great job. Something like that is really simple. I mean, we do have some limitations here, of course. If you have a, an elderly, elderly relative who needs something repaired in their house, you don't necessarily want to go in right now and do that. So um, I would limit those um, household offers to maybe things that you can do outside. Perhaps um, you have a lawnmower and a relative doesn't, and you can offer to mow their lawn or rake their leaves if they're not able to physically do so. So think about ways that you can help your family, but also not endanger them at the same time. Of course, that's the kind of um, lens that we have to look at um, for everything right now. No, we definitely do not want to endanger the people that we love. Another tip from Trey in this piece is to use credit card points to pay for gifts. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, I I have the American, uh, the Amazon Prime Rewards Visa card, and I rack up points just by my regular shopping on Amazon. But then every once in a while, I have, say, $20 in credit that I could then uh, use to buy holiday gifts. And any credit card that you're using, if it offers points of any kind, uh, that's a good thing to look at. You might be accruing points and not using them, and they're just sitting there waiting for you to use for holiday shopping. And you can also use them for so many other things in life. So don't forget about those points that may still be adding up because you're probably not using them for travel. Um, Trey, before we get to our takeaways, um, what other tips do you have? Oh my gosh, so many. Um, I think it's really important, like you were saying, as a parent to kind of remove yourself from the emotional aspect of the holidays. We, we feel so bad. Our kids are going through something. Um, but think about this as a regular year in the sense it's like, what does your child need? What will make them happy? But create your budget, stick to it. Um, and then the other thing that I would say is um, treat yourself too, because we're all struggling. Um, so Add yourself to that list, your shopping list, and set yourself a budget. Don't go over budget, of course, um, but give yourself a little something because you deserve it too. I love that advice. Okay, hold that thought before we get to our takeaways. Okay, time for takeaways. Trey, you're up. Yes. So this is the craziest year in memory and we have to be gentle with ourselves. So if we find that we're struggling, we find that we're overspending, just keep a check on yourself, but also be kind. Um, I think a lot of us are uh, going through this time and we're being really hard on ourselves. And I just would suggest to be gentle, but be honest with yourself and just try not to fall into any dangerous patterns, whether it be overspending, overeating, overdrinking, overaccommodating your kids. Um, there are all these things that we're, we're all falling into and it's going to be a while before we get back to normal. So um, just be mindful and aware of things that you might be doing uh, during this time to 
uh, to make things feel better, but you might also be creating some trouble for yourself later. So just uh, be aware of everything that you're doing and, and keep a check on yourself. That is such good advice because sometimes we get so caught up in everything that we just don't. And it's really important to be mindful of ourselves and, you know, all the things we want to do for other people won't happen if we don't first take care of ourselves. So my favorite tip in this piece was that I never really thought to just ask people instead of going out and getting a gift that's sort of a treat that they would never buy for themselves. This is a really unique time. So maybe it is a time where we can think about and maybe even ask them even though, of course, it won't be a surprise, what can we do to help people? And maybe that is a gift card to a place where they can buy groceries. So you don't have to overtly say, I'm buying your groceries for you, but you can get it for a place that sells other things too, but is for also has a big grocery or a meal delivery service. So they get a break and they get food that's paid for rather than giving something fun that they don't really need, even though we are tempted to these sort of splurgy things that people won't do for themselves. It's kind of a time that people will really appreciate us focusing on need. So that's my takeaway. I don't know. Um, I have to jump in here, Bobby, because you have, you got something to say, go. Yeah. You brought up the best point. And there's something that's exciting that I'm excited about that. I wanted to share that's, that's right in line with that. So I think gift cards are awesome. Um, But there is a brand new platform called Giftia and it's kind of like the Venmo of gift cards. And so essentially you're giving spending money for, uh, your recipient's favorite store. And what's so cool about the gift yet is you you design it on your phone in a couple minutes. You can personalize it with photos or video, colors, patterns. They receive it by text and then they can go and shop with it. What they can also do is they can switch the retailer if they prefer. Say you chose one and they prefer another, or they can opt for a Visa gift card instead. So it's a lot more flexible than a gift card. And it's so much cooler because of the personalization aspect. So that's gift. Yeah, I would definitely check that out. And I am suggesting that people give a gift. Yeah early. Um, If you know someone who's really struggling and you're trying to figure out something nice that you can do for them, sending them something like that right now might give them the financial wiggle room to maybe do their holiday shopping that they're really concerned about or pay off that bill that they've been ignoring. So the Giftia is a really awesome way to just kind of kick things up a notch and give someone something really special and personal, but it's money that they can use. That's genius. I love that. And I love the flexibility of that. And I love the fact that it can, it's a gift, but it's also a way to really just literally help people. So yeah, that's great. Everybody check that out. Trey, before we wrap up, where can people follow you? Sure. So you can find me at True Trey. It's truetray.com, True Trey on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, I would also suggest if you're looking for uh, regular shopping tips, I do a newsletter uh, twice a month. I will not spam you. I will not uh, stalk you. I will just send you useful information twice a month. So I would suggest doing that as well. And then if you visit my website at truetray.com, you can take a look at all the segments I'm going to be doing this week where I'm going to be talking about um, gift ideas and w- as well as uh, savings tips. Like I'm going to be on Good Morning America uh, Tuesday today um, at 1 p.m. Good Morning America three, their third hour. I'm talking about some um, COVID quarantine gifts that will make people feel good because we all need to feel good right now. We all need some joy right now, and so I have some great recommendations um, that you can check out on on at GMA three. 
at 1 p.m. That's going to be great. And you can always watch Trey online afterwards as well. If you follow mm-hmm. her channels, she'll post them and you can watch them. If you can't watch it in real time or you're listening to this after that segment has aired. Trey, thank you so much for joining us. Everyone, please continue to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's where we're migrating towards. So just go to YouTube and search for Money with Friends and subscribe and you'll get notifications when we are recording. And you can also see the recordings after the facts. You can see Trey's beautiful face and uh, <laughs> watch watch our sort of unedited behind the scenes recordings of this show. Um, we will see you tomorrow on Wednesday. Trey will be back. We're going to be talking about the fact that retailers are cutting back on choices and why that is and whether that is a good thing or a bad thing. Hmm. Okay. Thanks for joining us. Bye everyone. The show's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends, LLC, copyright 2020. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at Money Friends Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember, you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends.